Welcome to Profiles in Prosperity with your host, David Heimer. Hi, I'm David Heimer. Welcome to Profiles in Prosperity, where you hear from the top contractors, consultants, and thought leaders in our industry. It's sponsored by Service Roundtable. Today, our guest is John LaPlante, who's going to tell us about three financial ratios that are sometimes a little bit overlooked. They're a little bit off the beaten track, I guess. But I think you'll enjoy this a lot because John does a great job of explaining these. John has a long history in HVAC. Here's a few of the highlights. He worked at Lennox as a territory manager. At Lennox, he also helped create and grow the quality assurance department. Then he left Lennox and created vital learning experiences with his wife, Vicki LaPlante, where they provided consulting, training, coaching, and mentoring. John was awarded the very prestigious Service Roundtable Servant Leader Award. Most recently, John and Vicki joined Service Nation Alliance's business coaches. And as part of that, John teaches the Service Nation financial section in our boot camp, and he also teaches the advanced financial workshop as well. On top of that, I would add that John is just such a great guy. He really cares about contractors. He's developed a tremendous knowledge of the residential service business, and he's incredibly generous about sharing his knowledge and ideas. So welcome to Profiles in Prosperity, John. Let's just get started right away. Tell us about these three financial ratios. Start us off with the first one. Okay, David. Well, number one, uh, a new ratio that a lot of people are focusing on that's not a traditional financial ratio is sales to installation sales, service sales to installation sales. Management of a company, an HVAC, a plumbing company, an electrical company, has to be mindful of the labor that takes to generate sales in service and installation. And we think one of the best ratios is to have somewhere in the order of three to four to five times the installation revenue revenue compared to the service revenue. And that comes in the context of, you know, the shortage of labor in the industry. You want to make sure that you're not doing too many high labor jobs that burns the most precious resource you have. And we really find that companies, a sweet spot, if they can have a four to one ratio in relation to installation revenue compared to service ratio, that's a pretty good place to be. So this is just take your installation revenue divided by the service sales, and you would want it to be around four. Is that right? Yeah, north or south of four. I've seen companies that generate five and above in installation sales compared to service sales. And I've also seen companies that that ratio is closer to one to one or one to two. And, And quite frankly, that slows a company down. You have to be careful if you have that ratio because you're burning a lot of labor for not much revenue in the company. So if I'm at two, that says that I'm doing a lot more in service sales and I need to figure out a way to get my installation sales higher. Absolutely. It's all about allocation. You know, where you allocate the labor to create the revenue for the company. And of course, the most efficient way to do that is with installation because it generates the greatest volume of gross margin dollar contribution. Great. I love it. What else have you got for us? Uh, Second ratio is uh, the current ratio, and that's the current assets divided by current liabilities from the balance sheet. In the financial community, again, kind of the sweet spot is around two, you know, twice as many dollars in current assets and current assets is the cash, the accounts receivables, the inventory and any prepaids versus current liabilities or, you know, the obligations the company has to be paid in the next operating cycle. And so this quick division 
in of current asset dollars by current liability dollars. If it's around two, that's considered good for the financial community. Now, a lot of companies say, well, what happens if it gets up to three, four, five? They feel comfortable. And what that means is there's an excess of cash or an excess of accounts receivable or an excess of inventory, again, that it can slow the company down. So a current ratio of, let's say, four or five, the issue is there's dollars there, but they're not being used to create revenue for the company. They're not being used for a marketing program. They're not being used to hire a residential replacement salesperson or to wrap a vehicle. There's dollars there to enhance the performance of the company and also enhance, quite frankly, the value of the company. And it's just not being done. So sometimes their current ratio could be high because they also have a bunch of money stuck in receivables. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, Generally, a high ratio means one of those categories of cash, accounts receivable, inventory is way too high. And again, you don't want your company to get sluggish. And so if the accounts receivable is getting out of control, you know, we have to be uh, diligent and vigilant on collection policy, have a defined collection policy, and get that receivables number as current as possible. We want to age those accounts receivables and, you know, anything over 30 days, you know, we want to try and get uh, turned into cash as quickly as possible because without the cash, the company gets uh, hamstrung to a certain extent. Yep. So if it is the cash component of current assets that is out of whack, that's probably says this is an investment opportunity. Turn that cash into more leads or something that's going to grow the business. Invest some of that. If it's accounts receivable, you got to figure out how to get that turned into cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then invest it. <laughs> yeah, well, correct. And, you know, numbers is its own communication vehicle, and interpretation of those numbers is important for management. That, but that's precisely correct. As they say uh, in business, cash is king. And if cash is tied up in inventory and receivables, it limits how nimble a company can be to improve the situation of the organization for employees and also the level of customer care. Perfect. All right. What else have you got? Okay. Another um, uh, kind of popular metric these days or financial ratio is the ratio of office to field, headcount in the office to headcount in the field. And the reason people are looking at this is oftentimes in this industry, companies want to strip down the office and sometimes over manpower the field. And we need to be uh, mindful of what it takes to support the field efficiently. And so because of the costs associated with headcount both in the field and in the office, we want to be careful that we, we don't create the situation where, you know, we're kind of overburdening one area or another. It depends on business mix, the ratio of residential replacement, for example, to residential new construction, to light commercial or commercial business. It generally takes more office support for residential replacement, but we see companies function, you know, quite healthily in the two and a half, three, three and a half to one ratio, given the mix of business. And that keeps the field very efficient, and it keeps the office efficient in being able to support the field, but also gives the office time to help look for leads and opportunities that result in sales for the company. Okay, so this would be, just take Every All the technicians that you have, the people that are working in, in the field, and mm-hmm. including supervisors? 
Yes. And then you divide it by the number of people that are in the office, right? Mm -hmm. And that ratio should be in the two to three range? Yeah, uh, that is uh, pretty much the, the sweet spot for business, unless 90% of the revenue comes from light commercial or residential new construction. And then because of the transactions, there aren't as many contractions. They're usually larger numbers in terms of equipment ordered, things of that nature. We see companies perform with ratios four to one and higher when you have the bulk of the revenue, and I say a high percentage of the revenue, coming from new construction or light commercial. It just doesn't take the office manpower to support that activity that it does where you have a high residential replacement component or high service component. So we had a really interesting podcast discussion once with Kevin Frump, and he said that his advisory board call, they had had a discussion about this very thing. And his philosophy was a little bit different than the other people. The other people in his board said that they wanted to have a higher tech-to-office ratio. And his feeling was that the field techs are such a precious resource, they're hard to find, and they generate revenue for you. So he wanted to pull as much as he could out of the field back into the office. He said he doesn't have a hard time finding office people, but he has a hard time finding techs. So if he can pull as much away from the techs into the office, he feels like he's producing more that way. Does that seem like a good strategy to him? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, everybody controls their own world, and that is a very legitimate philosophy, especially if you're virtually 100% residential replacement installation and service. That makes all the sense in the world. Again, the thing you have to be mindful of Every headcount in the field generally causes the bulk of the overhead or operating expense in a heating and air conditioning, electrical, plumbing company. Field people cause overhead, and uh, I've never seen a company where that's not the case. And so the more headcount you have in the field, your overhead goes up, and Kevin's absolutely right. If you can get the bulk of the support into the office, that burden actually reduces so his philosophy is I can make a more efficient machine for his business model by that management decision. You explain this stuff so well, and these are really interesting ratios. We need to get another list from you at some time in the future and do this again. Well, there's a myriad of those ratios, and it's important. You know, one of the real benefits of Service Nation Alliance is the dashboard, and it's one of the things that we covered very periodically. So no one's left to guess when it comes to any of these operating ratios. Well, John LaPlante, thank you so much for being on Profiles in Prosperity today. The information you've provided is great. We're going to have you back on another time, and we'll go through more ratios again in the future. So thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. We're always looking for good ideas and interviews for our podcast. If you have an idea or maybe you think you should be interviewed, just shoot an email to profilesinprosperity at serviceroundtable.com. That's Profiles in Prosperity at serviceroundtable.com. If you think what we're doing has any value, it would be very helpful if you would give us a great rating on iTunes. Thanks for your support. Hope to see you again soon. Bye.